Could you do me a massive favour and click follow or subscribe button? It helps the podcast out so much. Got in a bit of trouble for it at the start because I just took um, you know, like a, a filing cabinet and just filled it with snacks and put a little sign like an honesty box on there and I was like everything's 50p we travelled in in Guatemala to the top of a volcano stayed there overnight like two weeks later that volcano exploded you're you're going to make crispy rice squares I was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I thought you know what I'm gonna go and do it and what I literally did was hello and welcome back to another episode of making the so today I'm joined by Lexi from Lexi's Treats great to finally get Lexi on the podcast to kind of share his journey from making these like snacks in his kitchen to finally launching it in all these like major supermarkets and just before I jump into the podcast I'm so excited that Lexi Treats have offered the listeners 25% off Lexi's Treats if you use the code MAYCONTAIN25 and the offer ends on Sunday the 5th of June at midnight so yeah I'll leave a link in my podcast description if you want to check it out so yeah make sure to definitely check that out I've been a big fan of Lexi's Treats obviously they're not only they're kind of nut free but also they've got like high protein as well which is great for a little snack before the gym anyway enough about me talking grab yourself a cup of tea and let's get straight to the podcast Hello, welcome back to the Make and Take podcast. I'm joined by Alexa from Lexus Treat. So yeah, thank you for coming to the podcast today. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me here. It's, uh, it's been a while, hasn't it? We've been trying to arrange I know, this yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Obviously, we kind of started, I think it was through LinkedIn, weren't it? We first got yeah, speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, um, I think I came across your podcast and then uh, I thought, wow, it's amazing. Someone's finally doing something for, for, for nut allergies. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I wanted to have a chat. Yeah, I know. It's amazing <laughs> to finally kind of get you on. And obviously with like Lexus Treats and kind of the success I've kind of seen on Instagram oh, yeah. has just been crazy like since you started did you start it during the lockdown yeah so uh, I only launched it in uh, 2020 in August so uh, I was working on it a little bit beforehand so about six months I was trying to come up with this idea but I launched it in August and it was very scary because um, we had a, a massive production yeah. on my first treat and I had to decide whether I was going to launch it or not and all the shops uh, uh, all the shops were closed um but i took a pun and it's gone really well since yeah. thankfully so what was the story what, what was you kind of doing before kind of like launching the brand was you i heard you was you win banking is that correct yeah so i used to work in an office uh i used to work in in banking and um it wasn't like my 100 percent passion and yeah. i'd always had a passion for cooking and t- cooking up really nice things um but yeah just just before launching this i'd, I'd gone traveling with my wife as well um so yeah i guess i've had a little bit of a varied career um, so did you kind of would you in banking then you kind of took did you take a year to yeah exactly banking? so so I, I kind of graduated from uni uh, I did a totally different degree I worked in um, or studied psychology so yep. I wanted to become a psychologist and um, then I couldn't find a job there so ended up on a graduate scheme working in, in a bank which yeah. I'd never imagined I'd ever do um, did that for a little while and then thought you know what well, I really want to see the world uh, and I came to that sort of age I was yeah. like I really want to do something for myself so me and my wife both quit our jobs um, and we and we travel around the world, so we travel to a lot of countries. Um, Where did so you start off then, like traveling? Yeah, like, did, did you have to do all like the research beforehand? Like, in yeah, terms it, was, of, like, it was really hard. Was it very like detailed, <laughs> yeah. like to where you yeah, it kind of was. It started off like that. So my, yeah. my wife is like terrible at planning. I'm the oh, better. Really? Yeah, I love planning, but she she wanted to keep it spontaneous. Yeah. But where we started, you couldn't really get spontaneous. Like we could, but it was so complicated. So yeah, we yeah. actually we flew to Turkey. And then we travelled overland all the way to China. Um, wow. So we followed this this route called a Silk Route, um, yeah. Silk Road, which is like the ancient road where you used to travel yeah. like from from China to sort of Europe. And um, I just wanted to go to like really lesser known countries. So we travelled to all the strange countries that are definitely not on your holiday list. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, we travelled a bit around Asia, a little bit about uh, around South America as well. Um, but yeah, I just decided I've always been you know I want to follow my passion. Did you um, have any kind of like scary moments like through the travels? Like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, we've had a few, lot yeah. of lot of them. Yeah, um, let me think. There's been a lot of places where we've yeah. like climbed to like tops of volcanoes um so my wife's quite adventurous uh, and so am i and um we we traveled in in guatemala to the top of a volcano stayed there overnight like two weeks later that volcano exploded uh, and everyone had to like evacuate from that volcano yeah it was huge it was an earthquake and everything we just left and we were like (laughs) wow so close (laughs) like so close and then um yeah, we've had a fair few. I'm trying to yeah. think actually, but like lots of stuff like yeah, yeah. that. But thankfully, um, back, we've generally been all right. Yeah, um, my me and my wife we travelled up in the Himalayas to the top of like some really massive mountains. Yeah, and she's a lot fitter than I am. And um, 
when we got to the top suddenly um the air was really thin and um we'd got to this peak yeah. where you had to get like you had to cross the peak in one day she got right to the top and suddenly felt exhausted and then we were stuck there oh uh, and didn't know what to do and luckily i took all her bags yeah. uh, and i became a donkey <laughs> and, carry and it, managed yeah. to carry it over and um yeah, we've done some crazy things. Wow, that sounds amazing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then we did that, and yeah. then I came back to my office job. <laughs> then, I was going to say, you must have was... such a buzz and like that, and then you're back into the office job, and it's like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, it was crazy. It was, it just, it's just so hard when, you, when you've when you gone yeah. and done something like that to, to kind of settle down and then just yeah. um, just do your nine to five and, and come back to that. When you was traveling then, was, was there a moment in the travel where you kind of knew what you wanted to do then? Like, I, you know, where you do kind of yeah. take... Cause some people have these moments, don't they, where they're yeah. traveling and they have this kind of like spark moment where they're like, God, I don't know what it is or what I do next. Yeah, I, I never had that like, God, I must make crispy treats. I don't know anyone who'd yeah. have that dream. But um, I think... <laughs> Every night what, yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone had that dream. Yeah. But um, I think what I did have is like a passion. Well, I had a, had a moment where I realized I want to do something for myself yeah. um, because the traveling was the first time that we felt like we were free and, um, yeah. you know, we, we were doing something that we just loved and, and we had a moment as well because normally you just go about your day to day, nine to five, you're going to work, you're paying your bills, you're, you know, you're going to work because you need to earn money and you kind of, it's hard to imagine like even Life. a lot of people yeah. think of like doing something for themselves but a lot of people park that dream until they're sort of 40 50 and then it just disappears when we went traveling we just had that we had trust me we had 20 hour bus journeys at times and so you had time yeah, to think. yeah plenty yeah. of time to think like yeah. we were eating snacks <laughs> and that's the only time i think is whether i'm on a train or on the toilet like it's yeah. like the only like two yeah, places yeah, like I remember even like the po even with the podcast that was us on a train journey back to Manchester. Yeah, like, yeah. so it's quite interesting how you when you have the moments where you have yeah. actually time to like reflect. I, so. I, th I think that's like underrated that that time to think. Yeah. But um, I think it, I, I knew I wanted to do something for myself, and then after that, it just became, well, what do I want to do for myself? Yeah. And I think whenever I thought about it, I thought about different things. I thought about like maybe doing a job that um, I love more, or yeah. maybe had more of a passion for. Or perhaps, um, you know, doing something like a podcast um, yeah. and, and just bringing in like a almost a side hustle or like a business on or even side, just a yeah. just another hobby that I hadn't done before on the side. But when I came back, I realized that what was hard for me was to do nine to five, doing something that I no longer felt as um, sort of passionate, passionate about. about yeah. And then doing my sort of my life on the side. I didn't like that. I wanted it to be part of my life. Um, and I kind of set out to think about sort of what are the different things that I loved. Um, and one of them was just, I, I love food, yeah. right? And uh, you probably can't see that on the podcast. Uh, I was going <laughs> to like actually a, wear like a little snack. And um, I, I just, I, I'd worked in an office before and th there was a little bit of a reason why I went into snacking actually. Yeah. Um, I think you I sort of mentioned uh, Yeah, I was going to ask, obviously you, you kind of mentioned there about like cooking. Was, was that always a passion? Was it like making desserts or was it just like cooking in general? Yeah, it was cooking in general actually. Um, my, my family loves cooking. Uh, so my mum is uh, Ukrainian and my oh, dad wow. is from Nepal and there's a lot of cooking going on in the, in the family. In the family. Um, so um, I've always, always just loved cooking, but obviously that doesn't really, they weren't really creating crispy treat and um the crispy treat idea came from um kind of came from two places one is i used to work in an office yeah. and um everybody's snacking at 11 o'clock all the time and at three o'clock like There's healthy just, snacks or was it just anything you know really what? it's a weird mix so it's yeah. like people try and be healthy so people normally snack a little bit healthier sort of in the morning yeah. when they're feeling a bit guilty about eating chocolate yeah. 3 p.m. is just yeah. whatever you need <laughs> to get you through. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. it's carnage. It's like yeah, it's all yeah. dropped <laughs> off. And that was a little bit inspiring for me to see actually how people were snacking. But they, you could tell people sort of wanted to be healthier. Yeah. So I, I thought actually, do you know, there's a space for healthier snacks yeah. that tasted as satisfying. So something between 11 o'clock yeah. and 3 o'clock that just actually you, you weren't through, sort yeah. of feeling guilty about eating. Um, and uh, you could actually enjoy as well. Because yeah. I found that a lot of healthy snacks... Um, there's plenty out there and that you know some yeah. of them are really good but a lot of them just sort of deliver on the on the health side yeah often taste like just not as not, happy not quite right not yeah. as satisfying and i just thought why can't we make a more satisfying yeah snack? 
Um, and then the other reason is because I, I mentioned my uh, tuck shop. Um, you mentioned it before the podcast, and I was like, yeah. I mean, how did that even start? Like, so you started your own tuck shop in? Yeah, Bangkok? it's a bit random. It's yeah. not. It's not the uh, everyday story that I yeah. share on the podcast, but. Um, I I had a pup uh, a tuck shop called Mr Pigs. Okay. Uh, this is years ago now. This is about like seven years ago. And when I used to work in in the banks, yeah. um, I used to work for a big one, a TSB Bank, and they didn't have a vending machine in the office. And the nearest place to get snacks was like miles away. It just yeah, felt yeah. like miles away. And we used to have to come down and uh, a lift and go and so we didn't have a canteen like, yeah, or anything and I, I don't know what it is that i think that's where yeah. the sort of entrepreneurial side has always been there yeah. whenever i see something i just want to fix it and just yeah. go why don't we just Wake up do with, it ourselves yeah. so i started a, a thing called mr pigs um got in a bit of trouble for it at the start because i oh, just right. took um you know like a, a filing cabinet yeah and just filled it with snacks and <laughs> put a little sign like an honesty box on there and i was like everything's 50p really cheap as well like yeah. compared to uh, you know, going out yeah going out and i just said everything's 50p i loaded up on like snacks from tesco yeah and uh, just filled this drawer and everyone yeah it's just an honesty box system emailed the whole company yeah everyone found out about it and all the money went to charity as well That's so amazing. Any, any sort of profit was it a success from the start then yeah it was all right i mean it wasn't like i wasn't trying to create <laughs> didn't you say didn't you say business. then it evolved into like four different areas of the, yeah, the, yeah, the it, office. it was insane it's like uh That's really an empire. yeah yeah because what happened was is people would hear about the snack uh, Mr. Pigs in one side of the office yeah. and then they'd be like, why don't we have one on, on the other side? And I was like, well, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> and uh, it became crazy. It became, I think it became like 50% of my job. Well, I was like, <laughs> like literally like the seats. You have to start buying in bulk then. Though. Yeah, I was buying, it was becoming a little bit insane at one point. Yeah, it was yeah. like we were buying a lot of snacks That's and uh, then it even evolved to, we had like a fridge yeah. where you could bring your own stuff in and at some point I was doing I was filling up the drawers of the fridges with cans of like Coke and Coke Zero oh, and all wow, sorts of stuff yeah. it became insane I was getting like requests in like, why don't you stock this and I was like yeah cool why like, not I'm, yeah I'm cool with that and Mr Pigs became Mr Pigs Mrs Pigs like it was yeah. a whole family at that point now, obviously I didn't sort of do that and go right snacking is my future yeah, yeah. but it's a weird it's a weird kind of thing because we went traveling and then later on when I was sort of thinking about yeah. what kind of business I'd like and, and I like cooking and I wanted to start something in my own kitchen. It was weird. I, that sort of background and seeing what sold and yeah. s- sort of it probably helped shape probably it. Like your market research in, yeah, in that sense. Way, in, yeah, you know, because yeah. I wasn't setting out to do it, but I saw what people would eat. Yeah. And it was always like this trying to be healthy in the morning. Yeah. Carnage at 3 p.m why can't it just be in between and yeah. also um, it reminds me a bit like the um is it the proper con like, yeah exactly it's yeah, things it's, like that there's a lot of the, yeah. there are some some brands that i think have done really well with that sort of just in between snack Snacks, that's yeah. nicer and healthier and you don't feel like oh it's a chore to eat or it's yeah. too naughty um and and i don't believe in anything being too naughty i think you know just eat yeah you can treat yourself but, yeah but people, that's how people think yeah. and, you know um so how was the journey then with kind of the marshmallow like puff rice i mean yeah, was that so something you was like doing for yourself well, yeah or? so so i did this um i did like a little bit of a business course so there's a there's a really cool thing called escape the city um, oh, wow. and uh, it's for it's like a little course for people who sort of dream of doing something else um, outside of their corporate job. And I'll be honest, I didn't have the balls to quit and just go and do something. So I did this course and and it helped me. Is it free? No, it it has got a a fee, um, but they have got lots of free resources. I I recommend just signing up to the... um, to their website yeah and they actually share lots of jobs that are like really interesting and a lot oh, of startups cool. and, and a lot of other people are looking for people who might not have had experience uh, they look for someone who hasn't got experience in a field yeah. and they might take you on so i found that really Amazing. interesting yeah. and i was doing that course and i was sort of thinking about what kind of thing would i like to do yeah. and and that's where this random idea came in so i i suddenly was thinking about snacking and treats and, yeah. and stuff i like to cook and then one weekend we randomly made a tray of like the things that you made as a, a childhood as a kid, um, yeah. um and it was like marshmallow and crispy rice squared. It's like nostalgia bringing yeah, back those just, kind of I was memories just playing, yeah. around, playing around with that and i thought Do you know what no one's ever done like an alternative to kellogg's squares yeah, yeah. Uh, and one that's healthier for you cleaner ingredients you know all the all the right stuff yeah um and just sort of bring it up to date I was like, I actually like this product, but I haven't had one since I was about 10. Yeah, <laughs> I thought, why it's been a long time. And also a lot of adults actually like that kind of product. And I thought, why not make that and see if it would work? 
um so i pretty much um but into this, this this course was like a couple of weeks and uh every week i'd be the person bringing in trays of my stuff and 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 getting people to try it and that's where the the allergy thing came in as well because oh. um on that course there was someone with a nut allergy and he was it was it was really annoying for me because i was like he can't try it and on top of it i, I like I felt like, oh, I really want to make him try my treat. Yeah. I want to make something that he can enjoy. It's always um, a tricky one as well when someone bringing like treats from home. And, yeah, like, and he, he was really like, nervous yeah, about yeah, it as well. Yeah, I get like super anxious. Exactly. Was you aware about the kind of cirrhosis of food allergies at that point? Yeah. Or was it more so like no. when you got, kind of got speech? So that's, that's literally where it all kind of started from, from the allergy perspective. So uh, I wanted to make healthier treats that were more satisfying. That was my thing. And, and I always wanted it to be more inclusive so i tried to make them vegetarian so if you eat uh, kellogg squares they're not they're not vegetarian they've yeah. got a gelatin in it they've got a lot of other ingredients and i just thought what well, let's let's take away the things that stop people from trying it but when um uh, this guy rob um said like you know i can't eat this but also it would be better if we didn't have it in this area and all these yeah. kind of things I, I started looking at it going wow it's like so, more severe than i knew and yeah. i don't have anyone in my family sites yeah. share making same podcast is sponsored by food llama so if you do your grocery shopping online it's like a google chrome extension so when you go on the asda.com like you download the extension as a tick or cross against all the products so it's very easy to distinguish whether you can have it or not so yeah it's great to have food llama sponsoring the podcast it, it's only a beta version at the minute so it only works on asda but hopefully it'll work on other super packets very soon but yeah make sure to check out i'll leave a link in the podcast description environment as well when i used to work in a big yeah. office in my last job like people would bring in nuts and stuff and i had yeah. to say to them like no no like don't put it near my desk or like yeah. keep it away from me like yeah i didn't even know about things like you know transmitting it like through airborne yeah. environments and things like that so i went away and actually looked at it and, and realized how severe it was for people yeah. and, and i just had a simple thing i just wanted him to try Enjoy, it yeah. that's it and it, it opened my eyes to well how many more people uh, suffer like this and and actually why can't we make it yeah. um and i went on a journey and it was very hard to make um my my treats um allergy friendly so it actually took a lot more work than than i ever imagined but i was gonna i, I, I felt gonna, like it was worth it to go on that journey i was gonna ask as well in regards to making it kind of allergy free would would does that actually kind of up the cost of like the production yeah. in terms of making sure there's definitely no cross-contamination and that everyone absolutely in the factory, yeah. um so so i started making it initially in my kitchen uh, and that was really hard because yeah. i was like in my little east london kitchen tiny flat yeah. um and i learned all about uh, allergens and cross-contamination and all that kind of stuff because when you when you do it in the kitchen you actually have to even even then you still have to get certified yeah. and people come around and check all your facilities and things um so i learned a lot from that but it was it was kind of okay um, making it allergy friendly in that environment because I was literally buying the ingredients from places like Tesco. Yeah. But when I started scaling it up and making it with a manufacturer and making it really big, you realize that a lot of the ingredients are more expensive because yeah. um, a lot of people, I think they don't always know that they can't kind of get their head around why it's more expensive. But the things that make it expensive are, um, let's say crispy rice. That's yeah. like a big part of the, the ingredients in my, in my crispy rice treats. Um, can't just get any crispy rice you have to get one that the the manufacturer of the crispy rice has certified to be nut free as well if you if you've yeah. got a nut free facility do you need like a certificate then yeah yeah all these kind of things yeah. so so all the sub components of an ingredient like of of that product all have to be nut free yeah and we have to be confident if we're putting a nut free and peanut free claim yeah, absolutely there, yeah. that every single part along the way yeah has been nut free that reduces the number of people that you can buy from. So yeah. there might be, I don't know, four crispy rice manufacturers. One of them, some of them might be nut free, but they don't want to certify it because it's like a lot of extra work for them to, to go through that process, process of checking it. Yeah. So then you're suddenly limited to one. And obviously the the price has gone up yeah. and and because of the extra work it takes because they always see it online like people saying like oh, why like free from is more expensive and i only knew through speaking to people like yourself there's a guy yeah. um from eureka yeah. and he was like managing the whole process there and he kind of went through how the ice cream had to be like everything free, yeah. so we it's we crazy, do like, yeah. so to make it um so it, it took me such a long journey to work out how how difficult it is yeah. and and then it, it's really hard for a lot of brands actually for a lot of startup brands if sometimes people wonder why not like all the brands won't won't do this because yeah. often they don't know about it and they don't feel like when they look at the journey that you've got to go on to make it allergy friendly them, it's yeah. off-putting especially if you're small um yeah. and then the big brands i don't want to say they don't care but 
it's a lot of work for them just to create it and and the size of the market for them they look at it as really small yeah. so it kind of it's quite a difficult space to produce for yeah. but um yeah no it takes a lot of work we 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 do all sorts of things and my facility is totally nut and peanut free 100 percent. yeah um you can't even bring so we check anyone's bag if you come in um we check it and make sure that you haven't accidentally bought like a snickers you, bar or a, yeah. or a bag of nuts because you might be a visitor and not really think about it did you have to find like an, a new supplier then in terms of yeah i like, can't show who yeah. but yeah no um, no i know no no, yeah. no it's right as um it's very difficult because you yeah. I, I wanted to make it, if I was going to make a claim that it's like nut free, peanut free, yeah, you want to make sure, free, yeah. I wanted to work with a really good supplier because mm. there are people who will just sort of say it and, you know, it's, it's just, you, yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to kill someone. Um, and that would be on no, me as well, especially when I put my name on the brand. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, a big yeah. thing. But I think, um, yeah, I work with a really safe manufacturer That's good. that, yeah, you can't bring a single nut into that facility. There's like multiple checks before you get to the production facility. Yeah. Um, the whole facility is nut and peanut free, yeah. so there's not even a chance for there to be ingredients that are around um, that could cross-contaminate. Um, there's um, all sorts of things like um, we, we send it off for, for uh, Checks, testing yeah. afterwards. The whole facility is tested as well. Yeah. So um, people come in and do uh, a nut and free, uh, peanut free audit. Yeah. Um, it is... The safe, you want to yeah. live in there. Yeah. <laughs> if so you've got a nut so allergy, like that, best, yeah. like it is so yeah. safe in there. And um, I think that's what that's what makes us a little bit different um, yeah. because we've really gone for the safety yeah. uh, angle there. I think um, it's so important as well. I was yeah. going to say with um, when you mentioned you was in the apartment and you kind of batch testing, yeah. is that where you was like experimenting with the different flavors? I mean, yeah. how, I mean, how long did it take until you finally yeah. got to the final product and you're like, you know what, I'm really happy with this? Yeah, so look, this started from literally a, like a little dream where I was like, let me, I, I want to quit my job yeah, and is. I'm going to make crispy treats, which everyone thought was absolutely nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah, this guy's uh, up his head. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but everyone just sort of like, you're, you're going to make crispy rice squares. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I thought, you know what, I'm going to go and do it. And what I literally did was start cooking them up in my kitchen. Yeah. And I used to take it and hand deliver it around offices in London. Oh, wow. Um, and I used to go to a handful of market stores. And I used to even have like a store in the office that I'd quit, yeah. which was really funny because uh, certain people must have walked past and looked at me and gone, I used to work in it, yeah. but like, I thought, have you always worked in the canteen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know. Yeah. And um, that's what I did. That's how it started. And, and what I found was that people absolutely loved the treat. Yeah. The concept was working. And I thought, you know what? That's got like something something to it. And that, that's that's what I always recommend for anyone. Yeah. If, if they've got a dream, just try and test it in the easiest way possible. Yeah. So like, if you can do something on a budget, which is basically make it, uh, yeah. maybe you're doing it on the weekend, that, that's what I did. I literally yeah. tested it out, all the flavors in my kitchen. It was crazy. My kitchen covered in chocolate. Yeah, um, yeah. And um, yeah, it's literally like marshmallow. And then you just chocolate. kind of use your company as like kind of bit of market, or not your company, yeah. but I should say the market sales as like kind of like market research. That's what it was for me. See, yeah. yeah, because I, I can't like. Was it quite, did you get some really interesting findings then? Did that kind yeah. of, would you say that kind of shaped? Absolutely. Some of the products, yeah. yeah, so it helped me work out which flavors are going to work well. Yeah. So I made some crazy flavors yeah. and like had some like crazy things in there. I and love the uh, blueberry one. That's yeah. my favorite. Yeah, yeah, but it takes a long time because I had like yeah. all sorts of flavors. I had like ten flavors going on. But what you find is like some flavors are really popular. Some yeah. flavors are less popular. Helps you to work out like what kind of size yeah. you know. And that's how I sort of landed on my product. So I decided, you know what, the first range is going to be ninety nine calories. So it can yeah. be like a nice little treat any time low calories snack yeah, yeah just yeah. a lower calorie treat that you just you have kind of, 10 in one go like. yeah. <laughs> yeah unless you have 10 in one yeah. go it's true. but and uh, there are the odd customer that does do that but i think okay. it kind of what i wanted to do is make it um healthier than chocolate yeah and more satisfying than a lot of the healthy snacks that are on the yeah. market and and that's kind of what i did i just played around with the recipes and yeah. that, that all the recipes are are my recipes i know because even before the podcast a few weeks ago like you you give me i mean a lot of samples and yeah. I really appreciate that and um, honestly yeah we loved it and I was saying earlier like my girlfriend every time she comes around it's like have you got any of them snacks <laughs> like, it's like where's the lettuce like, that's, that's what yeah. I wanted to make I wanted to make something that you could yeah. actually enjoy and 
uh, I wanted more people to enjoy it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't really mind if you were, you know, it wasn't just for people with a nut allergy. It wasn't just for people who are vegetarian or vegan. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted like to be a nice everyday yeah. treat and one that you actually wanted to have enjoy, another one yeah, yeah. rather than like, oh, I've got them in my cupboard and you're looking at them and they're still there a year later. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I just wanted it to be happy. And that, that's what Lex is about. It's about like a happy. Because I saw that you do like protein ones as well, which yeah. you got like 20 grams. And I've seen that. Do you work with like a few different kind of like fitness influences yeah, as well sometimes? Bit, yeah. yeah. We, so like the protein ones came out um, more recently so that's yeah. my new one and uh, sort of thinking behind that one was um, my original ones are vegetarian and I wanted yeah. to make a vegan range because uh, a lot of people are eating more plant-based foods um, and I wanted to also make something that was nut-free and high in protein because I saw there was a bit of a gap for that Absolutely. Um, yeah. and the crispy treats are nice and the nut-free yeah. products as well because I, I go to the gym and, and like I always struggle to find any yeah. kind of snacks which have got high protein but actually because they always have the making kind of label yeah exactly and, and yeah. that's exactly what i try not to yeah. do so um uh all, all my treats are gluten-free nut-free uh peanut-free at yeah. the moment um and i just wanted to make something that was also in in the protein space a lot of protein things just taste like dust yeah <laughs> or cardboard yeah. and i just thought it's so depressing yeah just why can't that be more fun and yeah. i thought you know what no one's ever done like a rice crispy treat style protein bar yeah that actually tastes nice satisfying can't really taste the protein and just sort of anyone can enjoy so yeah. i wanted to make something that wasn't just for the sort of real gym heads that yeah. needed their like <laughs> one kilo of protein every two hours like. <laughs> yeah because a lot more people are conscious of being healthier yeah but also yeah. do you know what it, it, it's it's like more of a replacement for chocolate and and for even yeah. cereal bars uh, that actually is packed with protein it's also high in fiber yeah. as well so it's got a lot of nice benefits um, uh, and yeah. on this journey as well, have you been doing this just with yourself and your girlfriend? Yeah, so it's my wife now. Your wife, sorry, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, she'd tell me off if I call her my girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, edit it out of the podcast. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Uh, it's funny, keep it in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she... Um, yeah, so I started doing this uh, on my own. Uh, literally used to go around London. Uh, uh, just It was crazy. I was just like walking around with trays of yeah, crispy yeah. treats and... Um, uh, and it's still me yeah so I have uh, someone helping me at the moment so yeah. there's a, a great government scheme called a Kickstarter scheme where you can um, uh, work with young apprentices um, so I've had a, a few who've supported me throughout uh, I've got a really amazing one called Amelia at the moment she's helping me a little bit with my social media um, I was going to say social media works great because I think thanks. you like even like looking through kind of like your social channels it's great how you've kind of added yourself into the brand and that yeah. it feels quite personal like like where you like this is the brand and this is me sketching it out yeah. and like the, the packaging and I, this is how it I works just, now yeah. yeah because you know what it is i never came from the food industry yeah um i never i never came from that i mean unless you unless it qualifies you eating a lot of snacks if yeah. that qualifies you uh maybe yeah. but got a degree I, in it <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like yeah I got a first in that, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I I just wanted to. I actually started the Instagram account just literally from the first day that I almost pretty much the first day I ever started making it in my kitchen, yeah. and I did that because I thought, you know what, I'm I'm quitting my job, and I'm doing something a bit crazy like to everyone else, and yeah. I wanted to document that, even if it just like all flopped and yeah. and turned out to be a disaster. I just wanted to like share the journey, and um, I I I just wanted the average person to sort of see just what it's like yeah. and just document it for myself really and and i wanted people to not just see the shiny sort of big brand thing and a lot of people think lexis is bigger than it is but it really is me out of my living room so yeah. um um uh, I, I wanted just people to sort of get inspired by that as well so as as i started seeing people following the journey i thought it was just really exciting and yeah. also I, I work with all the people who follow follow the journey to help shape the flavors um i listen to a lot of the feedback and yeah. improve it so like one of my flavors wasn't dairy free at the start and i worked really hard to make it dairy free um and and i've just sort of really shaped the products to be more accessible to everyone literally by talking to them and a lot of people contact me yeah and even um, on your, your your kind of post you kind of spoke about obviously embracing the imperfections and yeah. and, and and i think it's great to kind of hear about like like you said it, it's just you on this kind of journey yeah. and kind of like showcasing kind of the ups and downs and like i think you're in asda now or you're yeah. doing a trial in asda i mean that must be an amazing feeling to yeah, get it in there crazy feeling yeah. i mean it's that lexi's literally is 19 months old so um and, and if you scroll back through my instagram you, yeah. you'll literally see when i was making them in the kitchen whipping them up in a pan yeah. and then 19 months later we're we're in a cardo asda amazon 
uh, been in TK Maxx. Yeah. It's just, it feels crazy. Was, it's like a mad dream. I was looking like, at some posts and some posters like, oh yeah, hopefully one day we'll be in the supermarket. Yeah. So and then you scroll a bit higher up and then like you're doing oh, this there. massive trial <laughs> in like, God, most of the shops in like Asda, like all yeah. over the UK. So that must so be amazing. It's an yeah. absolute dream come true because I, I like yeah. I imagined it, but it didn't really dare to dream that we'd actually be there. I just, I just thought, you know what, if I work hard at it and make a product that people enjoy and, and that's part of, like this journey that I've been sharing it with people yeah. and they've actually really helped to shape it. So I'm really grateful for everyone yeah. who supported from day one because um, you've been a part of it basically. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I've shaped it and tried to make something that you want. So um, that's why we're, we're in Asda now and, and it's just an exciting feeling. And also I can just point to my mum and be yeah. like, look, well, well, I, I, I didn't just Asda, yeah. quit to make, uh, you know, crispy rice yeah. and just it's, it's, It feels like real almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say in regards to then your, your happiness, you, you've even spoken line obviously about now you might be skinned, but you're the happiest you've yeah. ever been. Like, I mean, that must be, I'm, do you I'm, feel more <laughs> fulfilled now than, than ever before kind 100%. of on this journey? Like, hundred percent. Yeah. I think I've, I feel more happier than ever before. Really. I'm definitely a lot more skinned, but, um, I think, I think it's personally, I just think it's important. I'm, I'm, um, 34 now. Uh, well, sorry. 35 pretending there yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm 35 like I'm getting to yeah. 30 now and I keep saying yeah I'm 29 I was like yeah I'm, I'm 35 I just thought you know what I, I want to give this a shot and um, what's the worst case like what will happen I'll go back to working um, but I'll have gone on a journey and, and really enjoyed that journey and I, and I wanted to do something that I can see so when I was working in an office I couldn't connect with people as much as I wanted to and I've always been a people person yeah. um, especially doing a psychology degree back at uni and um I just, I just really like hearing from people and saying, I love these trees. Yeah. You've, you know, you, you, it actually makes a difference. And it, it's something as simple as a snack bar. I didn't set out to change the whole world. I just yeah. wanted it to put smiles on faces. Um, cheesy as that sounds, it genuinely is um, the sort of passion behind it. Yeah. And, and that's why I only make products that I feel proud of. Yeah. Um, and that's why I put my name on it as well, because I thought, you know what? It holds me to a certain standard. Um, yeah if you're like the face to it and i think yeah. i think it makes the brand more kind of relatable and authentic as well you yeah. know when people kind of share behind the scenes yeah and, and when I you think talk that's to what me people now want on social they don't want all these glossy kind of high-end kind yeah, of I, pictures I it's great to when you see the the, the nits and gritty sometimes like, I, I just try and keep it natural on social media yeah, i just yeah. try and like literally share the journey i'm excited you you'll see i'm excited when i'm when i'm excited yeah, yeah. Uh, i try not to share all the bits when i'm really down there's a lot of bits of that when mm, you know like it's stress, really really yeah, hard yeah. work um and um, i was gonna I say just, what what's the kind of work-life balance now obviously you're doing it for yourself so yeah. you are gonna at yeah. the start having to put all the hours into to kind of get it kind of the ball rolling yeah. in that sense i think that it, it's way more hours than i ever worked in a job um that's the truth um yeah. it's it's 24 7 but because it's something i love yeah it doesn't feel like it um i mean it does feel like it sometimes but yeah. but i think generally if you're doing something you're passionate about yeah you're not going to count the hours almost you don't yeah, count yeah. till 5 p.m because well you're liking what you're doing yeah you enjoy um, it. you're on a bit of a mission you're on a journey um yeah. and um you know it's really ha like, i get really happy when i see customer reviews um yeah. and that little thing really keeps me going on a down yeah. day um but we've had like over a thousand positive five-star reviews so yeah. um that just i kind of look at that once in a while and look at it and go do you know on a down day i look you at it and go do you know what it's really the things like, it's, like you said like sometimes you're on this journey and you've got these like blinkers on and i yeah. do this sometimes and uh get myself down and then my girlfriend's like fuck that look you've done the x y and z like like just keep yeah, going it's hard because like, yeah, when you're when you're doing stuff it's always you're always looking at the next thing because especially yeah. when you're doing something you like reach London, one mountain you meet the the peak and then you yeah. climb to another mountain and like you kind of sometimes it can be like again, that yeah. you get to it and you're already looking at the next one i think it's because it's such hard work yeah. that i'm in asda but now i've got to make it really work so like the asda thing yeah. is we've got a three month trial and if it works really really well they might keep us so yeah. even though i'm excited i'm in asda yeah i'm working really hard in the back like trying to really make it work otherwise like kind of that dream won't come true that we'll actually stay in asda you've got this opportunity um, now like yeah yeah you exactly like, and that's yeah. why i'm like uh, you know I'm, I'm hoping the free from community will yeah will, and like, really support and i that, really actually. want to like support that and i'm sure with the podcast and kind of the instagram story absolutely like, my, i think 
I think a lot of time why like, it's great with the community can kind of all get behind it and support it. So it's it's yeah, great think, to see that on your page as well. And I think it's because I'm like everyone's seen the journey. And if you if you message on Instagram, by the way, it is me who replies. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes Amelia helps me out a little bit and might reply. But uh, generally speaking, I try and make an effort to to reply to everyone. Yeah. And and I think I think because it's a personal brand and and you know that I've started it from a kitchen and um, it's really not as big as it looks and we're up against really big guys who sort of don't care and we do care. Um, I think uh, if people sort of support that, um, I hope that as we grow, we'll put it into more places, we'll um, make it cheaper as well because that's my dream as well. I don't want my free from treats to feel like they're more expensive than the the normal treats yeah and even though they are more expensive to produce i think our aim is like with time yeah just make it feel like normal yeah um, and that's why we try with our branding to make it just fun and happy it was really fun yeah from yeah. like the page and i think what kind of really surprised me was in was it the first month you had thirty thousand orders yeah so but i mean I, how did, how <laughs> did you get from that i mean how did you build like the buzz around the brand before it even launched yeah was so it, did you have a strategy in place or was it just like you know what? No. i i i was gonna say i'll wing it but like honestly it's yeah. not like it's really so i started and i thought i was gonna sell in chops and and the, what happened was is that when i when i first first started I was making them in my kitchen so I was just doing smaller batches and then when I started working with a manufacturer the smallest quantity we could make was like 30,000 bars so it did it was really scary especially because it was lockdown and all the shops were suddenly shut so that was the smallest quantity yeah Yeah. and then we um, like I had a choice actually to decide like I could push this launch back or I could just take the risk and launch but where would I launch and I realised that as I was doing it and I was sharing the journey on Instagram I realized that a lot of people were really excited to try the product and, and I realized, you know what, it'd be a, a bit of a letdown for them if we were getting closer to launch and I was working on all these recipes and yeah. sharing all that journey and then suddenly, what, we delayed it for a year or something because no one knew how long COVID would yeah. last. Or, and I kind of thought, maybe we can launch it on Instagram and maybe on Amazon where people can just, and on my website, where yeah. people can just buy without leaving their home. And I launched it and we sold 10,000 bars in I think the first few days and was it was that a shock to you as it was a, yeah. well yeah because it was a shock to my family <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, it's just me and my wife but we had to rope in all the whole wider family because we were doing it out of a living room yeah we packed like the whole house I had to go to like my father-in-law's house and yeah. it was insane like we had the whole family like chipping in like, no one will ever help me pack a box ever again because yeah. <laughs> that's it they're now, like yeah. that was like a one-off yeah. and I, I have to store it somewhere else yeah. now because it's way too big but um yeah we just packing for days and then then like even that, that that first order all the first orders that came in i had to like email people saying sorry look it's going to take like a day or two longer yeah. for me to deliver because we we'd never packed that many boxes in our life That's mad, we didn't know yeah. how how hard it is yeah. um to just pack yeah. thousands of boxes but that showed me that there must be demand for what i'm creating yeah um and it was really cool and like you know, it wasn't even a perfect of, like, you filling out like the whole back of the van of the yeah, that's office, a week, yeah. so the royal mail van yeah. arrived and because i was so new to this we'd packed all these boxes and uh, didn't realize that when royal mail come to collect like that's that's the first thing we got royal mail to collect they don't normally do that but we were like how on earth will we We're take do this, all these yeah. boxes to the post office it would take about a thousand trips yeah and then uh, we genuinely weren't expecting this many sales and um when he arrived he thought that we would bag it all up because you get these big royal mail bags and <laughs> what uh, they were like yeah, these plenty, kind of like, like sacks, like bags, yeah, yeah. sacks that you put all the parcels in and you can fill it out with parcels yeah. and he was like where are your bags and uh i was like what bags yeah no yeah. <laughs> and i said i gotta get these out because i've got all these yeah. excited customers and we yeah. filled out the entire royal mail van with just orders oh and it was just insane but yeah that that's what told me that like, there was something for uh, like there was yeah. a real demand for this product and um and i'll be really honest it wasn't the perfect product i just wanted to take the best recipe i had and put it out there and see what people thought of it yeah. Uh, and I gave them a really big discount as well to help them try that. Yeah. Um, and then they told me what to improve and they said like, you know, it could be a bit more chocolate. Yeah. Uh, it could be, you know, this could be like this. What's been the biggest learning curve, do you think, since yeah. kind of like starting? Like, I think I've had more um, sort of 
yeah, I've grown more confident in putting free from claims on there and yeah. and working really hard to put more free from claims in because I did start with a a, a dairy um, f- uh, may contain yeah uh, and and over time I changed the recipe, changed how we work yeah. in the facility to to add a, a free from claim in That's so good. that more people could enjoy it um, because we knew it was it was kind of it was a may contain but the yeah. chances were really low but just it just took so much more work for An us to, to kind of get to add the free from yeah. claim in and that's what a lot of manufacturers do by the way yeah. a lot of the time it is kind of free from but they put a may contain label on because they haven't done all the extra checks to yeah. to add that to on so there, the yeah. product itself could have been like free from but yeah, yeah that's that's the biggest thing that i've done and i think improving the taste and yeah. and making that better and also trying to make it satisfying for 99 calories quite hard yeah, it's quite hard um, to try and get it under i was gonna i was gonna ask as well in regards to kind of um certain outlets did you have to have, did you have to kind of this is more of a business you yeah. have to set up like an emergency fund then in terms of like a bit of money on the side to get yeah, the ball rolling a little bit yeah, or did I mean, you just kind of just go for it really? no so, so I'm, I really don't come from uh, yeah. money <laughs> so I don't come from a yeah. like, particularly wealthy background or anything I just come from a really normal yeah. background so um, I didn't have any any massive spare money but I, I did have a nice job and, and what I realised was before I quit I didn't just quit overnight it yeah. took me about a year to quit my job because what I did was I realised that to start something any business ultimately will take a little bit of money yeah. um, but if I put that aside and, and Each like month, save yeah. and I had a goal then and that was the biggest thing it was like I did it stage by stage so when I was in the office I realised I, I probably do want to do something for myself and it took me some time to sort of work that out but all that time I was saving up um kind of working out what I wanted to do and trying to work out how much that might cost me. Yeah. And then I tried to start it on the lowest budget way possible, which was literally yeah. in my kitchen. I tried, I did the branding literally on like PowerPoint document yeah. initially. Now it's got a nice uh, brand, it, yeah. but initially I just did it on PowerPoint and just, I tried to do it as cheap as possible yeah. to prove whether it would work or not. And then when it started working, then I felt more confident and uh, I had in a little bit of savings. I, I did take yeah. a loan, so there's really good uh, loans for for young entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, so like Virgin Startup, um, I took a loan from them, uh, and they support people who've got a really good idea, yeah. haven't got a lot of money, um, and they'll lend you. I think almost twenty five thousand pounds per That's person. Like, yeah. So if you've got more than one person in your business, they'll lend more. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what I used. And that's normally yeah. enough to get going with. Um, but yeah, producing something is quite expensive. It's really interesting. No, because I always think like there's, for, for me, it's like, oh, would you need a loan? Or would you need like an investor to kind of get the ball oh, yeah. rolling if you've got these ideas? Because I imagine a lot of people have all these like incredible ideas, but then the money could be the one thing which... Um, potentially could be stopping them like, yeah sometimes. i mean i can't i can't pretend and say like you can do everything for free, free yeah, but actually yeah. it depends as well because you what you might do is you know you can start off on the lowest budget way possible and things change as well yeah so um you know like we're doing this in your living room yeah right this is a great example yeah. of like you don't have to start in a massive professional studio you can start and work at it and, work and with time up, yeah, yeah. you just kind of it's like it's like I guess when people sort of live somewhere, they don't buy yeah. a mansion. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, you kind of with, in your you life start you off small and it gets a bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it can cost something. So I think if you've got absolutely nothing, I think um, the truth is you can actually find bits of money in places. You know, yeah. and if you're really, really determined and you've got a real goal, I mean, at the end of the day, you can start a business on things like an overdraft and stuff. I don't yeah. recommend that because you know I'm not saying go and get yourself yeah. in debt, but actually what we found was the best thing was actually reducing our spending on certain things yeah. um, because I, I realized that it will, you do need a little bit of money if you're, you know, if you're going to yeah. quit your job and do this. Um, but I think try and build your confidence first outside. So for a lot of people, I recommend doing something on the side yeah. whilst they're working. So you still got your sort of monthly income, income yeah. and you don't feel the pressure to suddenly have to go and do something and you can nurture that thing yeah do it on the side do like well, i don't know if you're making a product maybe yeah. do a weekend markets do it like you know all my colleagues have tasted the worst versions of lexi's crispy treats yeah. um they've gone through all the like the te- pigs yeah i, mean, I, I feel, I feel sorry for them yeah. i mean some of them didn't want to try anymore but like you yeah. have to go through that journey and you do yeah. it all like that and then eventually yeah i guess i guess you just 
build confidence yeah. in it really um was it quite a shot to, was it quite a shot to the, your kind of the company you worked for then when you kind of said no oh, this this thing i've been doing on the yeah. side i'm gonna go for it well, imagine like, I, I worked in like a quite a serious office yeah. and you know there's a lot of um uh, yeah like a lot of serious people it's quite serious there yeah. and uh i'm i'm quitting my sort of <laughs> career that um you know i got quite senior in my career and yeah. and sort of i'd quit that i was sort of managing a team as well and yeah. and i had to tell them that i, I had a passion for crispy rice squares <laughs> just <laughs> just, like, just no one's on ever now, said yeah. that but i just kind of looked and i was like such a good product like yeah. and people were really like i could tell Enjoy, people love yeah, it yeah. And, I, and i've always been about just having fun in my life i, yeah. I like I don't want to live a life of just like I, I did a job that I didn't like feel total love for. I yeah. want I, I kind of, you know, I want to do the thing that I'd probably tell my kids one day, like follow your dream. Uh, and you I can use Lexus as a, as a good example of that. As yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if it goes wrong, the truth is, look, look we don't know if it's like, it's like, I'm not yeah. saying like, you know, it's all worked out yet. It's still on a massive journey. Yeah. It's costing a lot and it's really hard work, but I feel like, cause I'm passionate about it. Yeah. I'm willing to give it my all. Um, and um, I yeah. think that's what I just think yeah. if you've got the opportunity um, or, or you think you might have the opportunity try and make it happen um, yeah. this didn't just fall out of the sky and just yeah. like an opportunity to make it took time and effort but I think if you just kind of um, play around with things that you're interested in in life yeah. you might find something you might find even a job out I think of you it. made a real coupon earlier you said you're quite good a lot of different things rather than just one thing yeah. and is that through you just kind of trying lots of different things and finding yeah. out what it is you're kind of good at yeah i don't know i'm either really good at lots of things yeah. or i'm terrible at lots of things <laughs> and i'm like but i've always been a bit of an all-rounder yeah um, i think you have to with this day and age as well yeah, with like social so. media and like editing and even like I mean, you've I got to be like i'm always yeah. amazed like if you've got like a real passion for one thing and you're like you know you, you see people who, who are really good at their job and you can tell like that's yeah. their thing i think that's amazing if you found something I've like seen that people like that and yeah. it's like fair play to you but then don't put your expectations yeah. on me sometimes yeah. I'm like, yeah, it just depends yeah. if you what kind of person you are i've always been like a all-rounder i just have i just have a lot of interests and then it's really hard for me to do a job and just be like this is my one interest yeah um and i think when i started lexi's what i found the most fun was well so i i created like the website that you go on lexi'streets.com yeah. i made that and Amazing. i'm the least technological like person yeah. like i'm terrible at technology but i managed to like learn how to do it and create like a a site yeah I, I did the early branding myself and i worked with the designer to make it much better than my version yeah. but um it just let me play around with things that i kind of had a, a bit of a passion for um but you can't kind of go and get a job in i don't know in branding or something yeah. if you're not experienced in it and oh, i actually the, yeah and i always i did i did think about doing jobs that were different to the office job that i was doing but i found that it was really hard to get into without experience i thought you know what i can do this I can just do it for something that I love and it's yeah. going to be my own brand. And yeah, I just kind of used all my different skills yeah. to try and make it work. But I don't think you have to be... I was going to say, is the psychology help then in some ways? I guess so, yeah. yeah. I, guess, I guess psychology and like sort of just seeing how people are and like, yeah. you know, like when I talked about 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. and sort of yeah. seeing how people uh, almost behave, it just kind of lets you see like, oh, okay, cool, like... Yeah you know, with all the best will in the world, people are going to eat chocolate at 3 p.m. and like yeah. try and get through to 5 p.m. And I kind of looked at it and I was like, well, why don't we do something that makes them feel great yeah. at any time of the day? And and it kind of, I guess, yeah, that psychology yeah. is just, psychology is just really like understanding people and just yeah. looking at what people do. And I was going to say with the whole like, entrepreneurial spirit, did you have that at a young age, do you think? Or was it, do you think? Yeah, I think so. Like, let's say that <laughs> some people have it, some people don't, some people, it yeah. grows with them. Like, Yeah, 100%. I mean, I... When I did my A levels, uh, I, I I think I can tell like I've always been interested in various things because I did an A level in art, yeah, biology and oh, business. Quite, I don't, there's no career out of that. There's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. there's not any set career yeah. out of that. It's like it's just things that I happen to like. Uh, so I could tell like I've always been interested in a little bit of business, and I've always been that kind of person that's like trying to sell something. Yeah, <laughs> when I was a kid in the side, playground, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've always was like that. I never, I never came from She's like got uh, the football stickers. I remember yeah, like, trading honestly, them back in the day, like. like always doing something on like doing some sort of side hustle. Yeah. Um, so I've always had a little bit of that in me, and even just doing things like setting up Mr. Pig's Tuck Shop in in, yeah. in a 
a big bank. I mean, if you just imagine in an office, a guy just yeah. suddenly setting up a tuck shop, and well, everyone's quite on? serious. And yeah. and I've set that up in a in a draw, in a filing cabinet drawer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just I think. Um, I wouldn't really call myself an entrepreneur. I'm just on a bit of a journey to, you yeah, know, yeah. do this. But I think if you've got those kind of entrepreneurial things, it's just it's just seeing a problem and actually having the willingness to go and do something Solve about it. it. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people have an amazing idea and they might have way better ideas than me. I think where where I feel like I've always been strong is actually going, do you know what? I'm going to do something with that yeah. idea. Um, and I think that's what kind of separates a lot of people. Yeah. Because um, a lot of entrepreneurs just, like kind of like doing actions you know yeah, they, they go yeah. ahead and actually create something that a lot of people talk just about just taking that first step in, yeah, that's in it. that sense yeah and, and having the brave sort of the braveness or stupidity yeah. to, to go and do something like quit your job and and make it work and it, yeah. But yeah so yeah. and i think the final question i was going to ask um what is kind of like the journey in front of you or for kind of wetsuit treats now do you have like do you want to do more flavors or get it more shops like yeah, that's interesting. I'm always thinking about sort of what we should do. And I think for me, um, with with the sort of 19 months, I've worked out what Lexi's really stands for and, and what we are. And I yeah. think what we are is a healthier snacking brand. We make lower calorie, lower sugar uh, products that are really satisfying. But with time, I realized that, you know what, I, I really want to focus on the free from opportunity and yeah. make as many products uh, as possible that are satisfying and um, as appealing to as many people as possible. So I've met so many people who have various allergies or intolerances or even celiac disease and realized, you know what, there's a real place there to make more snacks yeah, uh, and other products yeah. even that um people are missing out on yeah. and and the aim for me is to yeah with the crispy treats i've got some really exciting new flavors coming i don't along. think i ever had like anything like this before like, yeah. so for me when you kind of gave it to me there's that kind of like excitement but a bit anxiousness i've not had this before i'm gonna yeah. be safe with it and obviously <laughs> yeah. like obviously completely not free and um yeah i've never really had like like marshmallow I want to Puff, add more, right, yeah, more fun products. Yeah. So yeah. like there are there are products that are, you know, allergy, allergy friendly. And I think they're fantastic. I think those brands are doing it uh, are great. But I want to step away from sort of the obvious products. And I yeah. want to bring those um, products that are more fun. And actually, do you know what? more fun for anyone yeah uh, not just if you've got an allergy i want to make it so even if you're someone without an allergy and just simply want a fun product yeah, that's healthier um i want i want to create more more interesting products so we've got some exciting that's ones same, that are uh, lined up but for now the protein one we're gonna make some really tasty new flavors got a caramel mocha on the way oh wow that's a that's that a good, hot yeah. off the press there for yeah, you yeah. got some um uh, salted caramel crispy treats lemon yeah, drizzle, good, yeah. and um uh yeah i want to make a few other products as well um but yeah if anyone ever has any suggestions as well yeah uh, i'm always right. open to to listening to ideas and, i was gonna say for anyone who them. wants to kind of follow you on instagram is it just at lexi's treats yeah so on instagram it's at lexi's treats and on facebook it's at lexi's treats.uk don't know who the uh, <laughs> i think there's an american yeah. one there um and um yeah you can always message me on 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 either of those and i'll reply and um yeah, just check out the website as well. So lexistreats.com um, if anyone ever wants to order. Um, we've, we're doing a 25% off um, uh, a first order uh, using the code MAYCONTAIN. So um, that's a great one for, yeah, for, for your followers. Yeah. Um, and also if you if you do pop into Asda or Cardo.com, yeah. Um, we've just launched definitely with Asda yeah like make sure to yeah we're in a special aisle so you won't find us in the free from aisle you'll find us on this special nurture brands aisle so Asda's supporting small brands like Lexi's um, to give us a try in the supermarket and if it goes really well for 12 weeks um, they might keep us so if you do see us I've got my protein bars and my crispy treats there yeah um buy some um and help us to get into that free from aisle yeah absolutely but no Honestly, really enjoyed this podcast. I think yeah, we've learned so much, lots Sam. about the brand and about yourself and like even business and startups and oh. taking that first leap. So yeah, thank well, you I'm so glad much to hear for that. Man, yeah. Uh, thanks so much, Dan. It's, uh, it's yeah. been great. But Cheers. yeah, thank you. Right, see you. My pleasure. Bye.